I'm here for one purpose and one purpose only. This is what I have to say. Timothy Williams did not, did not steal wine press. There's been this rumor going around for years saying that he stole wine press. It's not true. In fact, it's absurd. Timothy's integrity was unbelievable. He had published some books through through wine press, quite a few. I don't know. I don't remember the exact numbers, seven or eight, something like that. And he took all those books, except for one. He did keep gossip in the in the gospel in print. All the others he took out of print. He wanted there there to be no appearance at all that maybe his books would get priority or. You know, or he was going to take advantage of some specials or anything. It was like, nope, all of his books out of print. It was just amazing his his integrity, you know. And of course, that's just something I have just observed in his life. I mean, I, I would have to say, you know, in all my years and you know my seventy plus years, you know, I've met a lot of men in my life, and I have never met. A man that is holy and righteous as Timothy, and I've known him for 20 years, and I've seen the cross just work—the cross of Christ just work the purity in his life. It's it's just amazing. But you might be wondering, well, hey, you know,、uh, what's wine press? Who's Timothy William, and who am I? You know, well. I'm going to get into all that. I'm going to tell you that and a lot more. First, let's start with wine press. What 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 was wine press? And I am saying was because it's no longer、uh, it's no longer in existence. But wine press was an incredible company. It was a, a Christian self-publishing company. I'd never worked in the、uh, publishing industry before, and I was just I, I love working for this company. I love this company. So much, but、uh, what they did is, you know, there's so many authors, people that it, they've written books, they've written very excellent books, well written, inspiring, good messages, and everything. But traditional publishers, they won't take them because they want the big name sellers. They want to make sure, hey, if we sign this this book,、uh, this、uh, author up, you know, we can sell a million copies. Well. They don't know these smaller authors, you know. So this provided an opportunity for these authors to get their message out and have a quality product. From 2003 until 2015, I was the accounting manager there. So this story is from the perspective, well, of the accounting department because that's the department that I know. Now, when I first came to work for Wine Press, that was back in 2003. I、um, I started、uh, in the in the accounting department, and、uh, the operation was kind of shady, you know. As I was、uh, exploring things, I found out that they had not one QuickBooks file, not two QuickBooks files,、uh, but three. I mean, typically, sometimes you know, companies will have like a second set of books, but they had three sets of books, you know. And of course, then I found out that payroll taxes hadn't been paid. The money had been deducted from the employees' paychecks, but it was never sent into the IRS. So that's a red flag.、Um, and there were other things too that were going on. But 
just those two, I mean, should be red flag enough that if you wanted to work in a in an upright company, a legal operation that you would run, run far from there, you know? So you're probably asking, well, hey, why did you stay? If you saw these things that were going on with the company, I mean, you know, why, why didn't you leave? Well, I'll tell you why I didn't leave. And there's, it's one reason, Timothy Williams. Uh, the owner of the company, um, I'm, I'm not gonna identify her name. I'll just call her uh, Jezebel for this, uh, for this interview. But she had hired him. He was actually the pastor of the church that we attended. She had hired him to come over and look over the operation, you know, and advise her and counsel her. And he was going to turn this into a respectable business. And Jezebel, at the time, she, she wanted that to happen. She wanted to change her way. She wanted to run things according according to the rules, you know, follow standard accounting uh, principles. And so, um, so I stayed at Wine Press. And so you might be wondering, okay, well, who is this Timothy Williams? You know, well, for one thing, uh, at the time he was the pastor of the church that I attended. And actually, uh, Jezebel attended that church there. That's where I met her. And we were actually roommates. We were roommates for about eight years. And he came in, she had him counsel her on running the business, and it was incredible, just so amazing to see how he transformed that business from a shady, unorganized operation to, well, really, they ended up being the number one best-selling, uh, number one self-publishing company in the industry. And it was just, it was just, like I said, it was amazing to see. And Jezebel loved it too, you know, because she was kind of the face of the company, you know, and she liked going to conferences and speaking and giving classes and meeting with authors and stuff like that. But now she had an operation behind her that was reliable and she could, well, actually she could produce the quality product that that she was promising authors. So, for her, oh, this was this was so great for her, and she didn't really like the day to day operations. So, especially didn't really like the accounting department. You know, uh, in fact, we butted heads quite a bit on you know what is standard accounting practices. You know, she'd come to me and want to. Well, I need clothes. I need some new clothes. You know, to go to this conference. You know, so I need company money. It's like no. A new wardrobe is not a business expense, you know. Um, and but anyway, she uh, she wanted to change things around, and so um, you know, so so she, she she did agree to to go by the rules. Well, as time went on, Timothy actually took on more and more of the responsibility at Wine Press. He was always called in if there was a difficult situation. And about the year 2006, uh, Jezebel asked if he would buy the company. And it was kind of an interesting time for him because he had been a pastor of the church, I think I mentioned before, but he had retired the previous year. So he did have, he did have some uh, free time, some extra time, you know, but was this what he wanted to do? Well, it wasn't what he wanted to do. And he balked at the idea, you know, he's a, pastor. He's not a businessman. This is not, you know, 
this is this is not not really his line of work at all, you know. But then, at the same time, you know, he was asking, well, I don't want to do this, but is this what God is working, you know? His wife, uh, his wife Carla, encouraged him to take this on, you know, because she really thought that what this company needs is a pastor's heart, not a businessman, but a pastor's heart. So eventually, he uh, he did agree that he would buy the buy the company, but he had one condition, just one. And what that was is that Jezebel wanted to do this a hundred percent, and she wasn't going to look back. That was her, his only condition. That if that was met, he would go ahead and move forward with it. And so she agreed. Yes, that is what I want. So uh, we started uh, changing over the operations. Uh, I set up accounts for him, new accounts for him with the IRS, the state of Washington, got all that paperwork in order. Uh, Jezebel hired an outside uh, CPA who specialized in evaluating businesses and coming up with the fair market value for a sales price. And actually, he flew in from, I think it was uh, California, he flew in from California, stayed at uh, Jezebel's house while he was here and spent three days at Wine Press Publishing, you know, just going over the books. You know, he would be telling me, oh, I need this report, this report. He was interviewing uh, department heads, uh, in the company, tour, touring the company, just to observe how the operation went and, um, you know, and meeting some of the employees and everything. Now, now Timothy wasn't, wasn't a part of this evaluation at all. I mean, he was an outside consultant, so, um, you know, the CPA didn't even really ask about, ask about him, you know, or want, want to know any, any more about him. You know, he was just, just what is going on, you know, just, uh, it, mainly in the accounting department he wanted. So anyway, he left and mailed, mailed back his, his report. Uh, every, everything was in order. Uh, we were all excited. The employees, we knew what was happening. Uh, uh, Jezebel started announcing this in the media. There was an article in one of the magazines and she started speaking about it publicly. So it was just, you know, gangbusters moving ahead, moving ahead, you know, until one day when uh, Timothy was at work, uh, Jezebel walked past his door and just kind of mumbled under her breath, I don't know if I really want to sell wine fresh, you know. Well, as soon as he heard that, red flags and he went into action, you know. I got a call right away, uh, okay, put a hold on transferring the, on the sale of the company, you know. Um, didn't know why at the time or anything, you know. I just go, okay, well, this project's on hold for now. I focus on something else. But he just said, he just, no, um, this was not gonna happen. Well, a couple days later, I did find out about it. Um, Jezebel and I were called into a meeting with the executive director, and he told her at that time, he said, uh, Timothy's not going to buy the company. And at first, you know, Jezebel's like, she didn't really believe it. You know, she goes, well, yeah, he is. You know, no, we've got everything in place. No, this is going to happen. You know, she didn't really believe what he was saying. 
And so he said again, no, he is not going to buy the company. It's final. It's, you know, he's not going to change his mind. And well, when she realized that he meant it, she became hysterical. And she just started sobbing and going, he has to, he has to, you know? She just kept saying that over and over again, you know? Because, I mean, she knew without him, this company did not have a promising future at all, you know? And she just, you know, she just like would not stop. I mean, and I finally spoke up. I mean, I'd been sitting there really stunned with the whole thing that I was hearing, you know? And I go, Jezebel, he's not going to buy it, you know? And so at that point, um, the sale was off. It did not go through. And Timothy made it clear at that point that he would never attempt to buy the company again that you know that that was just that was just dead that if Jezebel ever did want to sell the company again that maybe the uh, church sound doctrine church uh, where we went to church they could uh, buy the company and and you know in that way it could just it could be really a part of everybody you know a part of the church that was that was really the end of it.